Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Loving like I What's up, family? What's good? Hey. Why y'all looking all sad? Mary Mary here, Ruben, everybody in the cup, we ready to do this? Nah, man. Everybody's running late. Are you serious? Yes. And I hope they make it. Oh, they make it. They may be late, but they'll make it. They better make it, because we've got a lot to do.
welcome to Blessed by Grace Radio. Tonight is Thursday, April the 23rd, 2020. Tonight we are in the Apple Valley Studio with critically acclaimed bishop, founder, and overseer of the Great to All Nations, Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ, conveniently located at 8516 South Compton Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90001. Tonight, Dr. Moore will be talking about a sure foundation. A precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, which can be talked about in one of the scriptures that I like is Isaiah 28 and 15. Therefore, thus said the Lord, behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone. That's just a scripture that I like. But a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, it is a characteristic of prophetic messages that, however, severely sins may be denounced and judgment declared. In the very midst of the messages, some word of love and hope and cheer is put in for the sake of the true and faithful one. God is ever mindful of his elect remnant. Those who are striving to be obedient and righteous in a degenerate age and in the midst of abounding self-indulgence are within his observation, and they shall never want the encouragement of his smile or the cheering, comforting word of his promise. Now, in the text, it is a message sent to such a faithful one. It contrasts the grounds on which the confidence of the true Israelite rests with the grounds of confidence which those were trying to fashion for themselves, who, of course, wish to live in sin and self-will. But tonight you are going to learn about the sure foundation. So are you standing on the sure foundation? Well, we're going to learn about that tonight from Dr. Mar. just wanted to give you my synopsis on it. He will break it down for you piece by piece. So get out your Bibles, get out your notepads, your pens, and your papers, and let's learn and deepen and indulge tonight in the Shore Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, the man at the hour. Dr. God bless. Thank you. Amen. Sister Tasha tonight, again, for bringing us on, and we are here, amen, to bring you food for thoughts tonight. We want to say tonight, amen, we honor Jesus, who is the head of our life, and certainly is the bishop of our soul. We want to say, amen, we thank God, amen, for Blog Talk Radio and all the podcasters that, amen, that's keeping us on this uh, radio. It is prayer time like never before. It is service time like never before. A man must always pray and not faint. It's no time for us to faint in this epidemic that we are facing right now. I'm going to come to you tonight from St. Matthew, the 24th chapter. I mean, Matthew, the 7th chapter, verse 24 through 29. And the reason says, Wherefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which buildeth his house up on a rock. And the rain descends, and the floods cometh, and the wind bloweth, and beat upon that house, and it fell not. For it was upon the foundation of a rock. And everyone that hears 
these sayings are mine, and does them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which builds his house upon the sand. And the rain descendeth, and the floods come, and the wind bloweth, and beateth upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribe. Ephesians chapter 2 and 20 and 22. And are built up on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the buildings fit firm together, growing into an holy temple in the Lord, in whom ye also are builders together, for the inhabitant of God through the Spirit. We want to encourage you tonight, as we are in this Epidemic, amen, don't stop praying, but make sure you build up on a sure foundation. Make sure you build up on something that you can put your trust in, something that you know, amen, that regardless of what will come up on earth, it it will never give away. And what I'm talking about tonight, that is the word of God, is a sure foundation on which we may build our life for time and eternity. We're building our lives, amen, even in this disaster time, we're building our lives. But are you on a sure foundation? Second Timothy 2 and 19 says, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knows them that are his. And let every one that name the name of Jesus Christ depart from iniquity. God knows every one of us. And he was saying that the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal. The Lord knows those that are his. And let every one that name the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So the Lord is saying to us tonight, as a body of believers, we can't be built up on iniquity. You can't put your trust in iniquity. Wherefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine, I wonder, are you hearing the word of God at this hour and time that we are living in? Or have you put your Bible somewhere on the shelf and you're looking for help some other way? Make sure you're on a solid foundation tonight. The word of God is dependable. You can depend on God's word. The word of God is true. You don't have to worry about God's word lying because God 
word is true because God cannot lie. No. The word of God is eternal. You can have confidence in the word of God. Building on the foundation. That is on the word of God tonight. My brothers and sisters, be encouraged tonight if you're building on the right kind of foundation. Billows are constructed rather simply in some part of the world. A sport, a ground is level. And mud and bricks are laid upon one another to build a wall to the desired height. Windows and doors are placed Open and roof are constructed. And the construction as soon is ready for the occupants. While the process sounds easy, practical, and relatively quick, the builder will serve with only until disaster strike. Disaster strike. It does not have a foundation. Such a building often crumble, done earthquakes, strong winds, and heavy rainstorm can also destroy it. Now we are not talking about so much of a natural building, but we're using this pattern to save your life. What kind of foundation is your life on tonight? What have you built your life on? Because you can have all the things that look like and, 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 and look like things that are going to stand in your life until disaster strike. Disaster struck us right here now, not only in America, but all over the land. But everybody is not built upon a sure foundation. Builders, contractors, knows the value of a good foundation. A builder, a contractor, they know the importance of having a good foundation. Every earthly house that is built is not built up on a good foundation. Before a house is built, I inspect them. I to certify that the foundation has been properly prepared. Naturally, we have a man, an inspector come and inspect, amen, the ground that we're going to build our house upon. And I'm saying unto you tonight, my brothers and sisters, have your foundation been inspected? I'm talking about if you build it up on God's word, have your foundation been inspected? And is Jesus your inspector that you know it's going to pass regardless of what's coming up on the earth? You know you built up on a sure foundation.
Great buildings and bridges often have foundation pillars that goes hundreds of feet into the ground where they rest upon a solid bedrock. What a proper foundation. Builders are secure for most elements and force of nature. They try to build according to some of the disasters that we have in our land of where we are living at. In a sense, every person is a building project. Even though even though who do not know the difference between a hammer and a saw. They are engaged in construction. You're building your life whether you realize a man a hammer from a saw. You are building your life the way you live your life, every day of your life, you're building your life. Must be certain that we are building our lives up on a solid foundation. For otherwise, it will fall. If you're not building up on Jesus Christ, Matthew, the seventh chapter, if you're not building your foundation up on Jesus Christ, your foundation is going to come up when life began to come against it and test it, it ain't going to stand because it's not on a real foundation. We must be sure that we build on the solid stone, and that is, amen, that is the word of God. Are you building your house up on the word of God? God's word often is sure as a foundation. It deals with absolute, that which is true. The principles in the Bible remain the same, regardless of the circumstance in life. Moreover, God's word is eternal. It's eternal. It offers its wisdom and guidance to every generation. Now, God's word, amen, shows us which way we should go. And it, it offers its guide, and it offers its protection to every generation, but sometimes we build up on the wrong foundation. Think about it tonight. You all over the world, are you building your foundation up on the word of God? Are you building your foundation up on that solid rock? The Sermon on the Mount has been called the Constitution of the Church. It appears that Christ wants to reveal the underlying principle of Christianity at the beginning of his ministry. Among every verse containing a stone or truth by which the church is Constructed. One notice that the Sermon of the Mount, it reveals the divine authority of Jesus Christ. Fourteen times he stated, I say unto you, 
constricted his teaching with the teaching of the Old Testament. The Old Testament dealt with the over act. But in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus taught the need to be pure in heart. Jesus recognized sin in wrong action. But he saw the root of sin come from the inside of a person. In his thoughts and his feelings, that's where the root of sin comes from, the inside of a person. Serving God is not a set of skills to be refined, but a contrite heart that is transformed, a change of life that is filled with the Spirit, enjoying truth, righteousness, peace, and joy. Are you built up on a solid foundation tonight? Are you enjoying peace, righteousness, and truth in the midst of this pandemic? Well, if you trust in Jesus, you can enjoy, you can enjoy peace, righteousness over in the Holy Ghost. No matter how many is dying beside you, amen, is you trusting in the word of God. You can enjoy these things. At the end of the sermon, Jesus confronted his ears with two ultimatums. They could choose to build their life on the principles he taught, or they could build their lives on other ideas. Now notice, the Lord don't force nobody. We all have free choices. He don't force nobody to serve him. He just tells them, if you love me, you will keep my commandment. But he gives us the first option. Build your house on the sure foundation. He taught, or they could build their life on ideals. Many folks out there tonight is building their lives on ideals. And them ideas sometimes is contrary to the word of God. Those who build up on the teaching will stand the storms of life. Oh, yes, every one of us, amen, is going to go through the storms of life. But if you build up on the word of God, God's word is able it's to withstand all types of storms. But those who build on other teaching will fall. If you ain't built up on Jesus Christ, amen, your little house is going to fall. Now, remember, I'm not talking about the natural house, but I'm talking about the, your body, <clears throat> That you're walking around in. We are God's building. You can depend on the word of God. When you cannot depend upon your 
country, your president, your government, you can depend upon the word of God. And that goes, amen, all over the world. Ever who you have, amen, in your leadership, amen, let me tell you, they may fail you, but you can depend upon the word of God. Modern, think, modern thinking place mankind on a pedestal with regard to his ability. Modern folks, they place people on a pedestal because they may have a little education, they may have a little wisdom, they may have a little knowledge, and they put them up on high. But just before the 1989 San Francisco earthquake, a book declared that the world would soon see the end of natural rampages. For it declared that mankind now has the ability to control nature, disaster. How wrong this thinking proved to be. Mankind is not in control of nature. Only the Lord himself that allows nature is to come is the only one is controlled of nature. Without God, man effort achieves only a limit success. All that man is done, his effort will achieve only a limit success. And God is allowing that amen man to do that. So don't give your credit to man. Give your credit to the Lord. Thank God for man being able to do what he can, but don't put him on no pedestal. Give Jesus the credit. Many realities, realities, people admit that we have limited control over most aspects of life and death. This realization should cause everyone to trust, put their trust in God. God has control over life and death. Life and death is in the hand of the Lord. God allows us to live and God allows us to die. The word of God meets the needs of mankind. As Jesus taught, the person who builds a house have a problem, foundation, if his house is to be issued last a very long. The individual obeys the word of God. Of Jesus Christ is like an a man who built his house on a solid foundation. There is no cracks in it, no weak spot is in that foundation. It is solid. The stone Failed to drop it. The, the structure 
because it strengthened, is in the foundation. The only teaching of Jesus Christ will enable a person to enable to, uh, to endure trouble. Trials and tragedy. Let me repeat that again. The teaching of Jesus Christ will only enable man to endure trouble, trials, and tragedy. We got trouble, we got trials, and we got tragedy right now. But we must look to the word of God. Are you building your life up on a sure foundation? The thing most people tend to rely upon in life are not reliable. And that is help, finance, skill, education, friendship, and even family. They crumble. And that is what man almost rely upon. Amen. It is not by might that a person pleads God, but by humbling, trusting, and confidence in his word. The Lord is talking to you tonight. He just wants you to trust him. Put your trust in the Lord. Not, 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 not against one time, amen, the thing that, Humanity has done for one another. That is so good. I admire them. I wish I was able, amen, to do more myself. But I'm telling you tonight, amen, put your trust in Jesus. Put your trust in Jesus. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And don't lean to your own understanding. Put your trust in Jesus. Because greater than this is coming up on the face of earth. Matthew 24 and 8 tell you, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of sorrow. This is just the beginning of things that is coming up on humanity. Put your trust in Jesus. We're saying, yes, we're going to get through it. But you can get through it much better if you put your trust in Jesus. Uh, the time of many people, they look to the strength. Amen. They look, many people, amen, when they were in trouble, amen, they looked to the strength of Rome. Rome was the dominating world at that time. Rome was the most powerful world it was. Amen. At that time, they looked to Rome. Rome going to help us. Rome going to deliver us. But the Roman Empire collapsed. Under the fade and weak of lustful pleasure, pursuing a political power and agony toward others. That strong city collapsed. It fell. They put their trust in the wrong thing. Too many of you tonight, amen, is putting your trust in the wrong thing. The only thing that is sure that's going to stand is the word of God. Well, and political power has been a favor 
source of security. But your wealth is going to fail you. All of your richness, amen, is going to fail you. All the power that you had among your friends and your association, they're going to fail you. But God's word won't fail. God's word will not fail. But wealth is only as strong as the financial market and the political winds. They change rapidly. Look at Amen. The political winds is changing rapidly. Who 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 thought Amen that we ever would have been in a condition that we are in now? You don't know which way the wind of life is going to blow, and who is going to blow up on. It changed rapidly without any announcement. It don't tell you, amen, how it's coming, when it's coming, and what it's going to do when it comes. When you know a thing, it's here. Beloved, are we, are we, are we praying tonight? Are we really serious tonight? Or are we just, amen, gather together, amen, and build up on another foundation and think you're just going to blow away? Please turn to the word of God. Human Institute, no matter the sincereness of their architect or the skills of others building, exists on the stage of life for only a few years, they will all fall. Only what is built by God will stand for eternity. That is a powerful word tonight. Only that which is built by God is going to stand for each other. Every other thing, amen, is going to crumble. Every other thing is going to fall. So that means if you're not built on the word of God, you're going to fall. You don't have no security that is secure enough to keep you here. Living a change. Lives are changing as a result of hearing God's word. Happiness comes into home, and there is an unreasonable comfort during times of sorrow when you heed to the word of God. Jesus promised comfort to all who would seek him. Matthew 11 and 28, he says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You ain't got to worry about nothing. Come unto me. I'll protect you. Many people who once struggled in their own efforts has found help as Jesus promised them when they came to him. Yes, you may be struggling in your own effort and think you can make it, and amen, do all that you can, and still come, amen, you're failing, you're losing. But when you turn it over to Jesus, amen, Jesus, amen, will help you. When a person ceases to struggle with the guilt and remorse 
and give himself fully to Jesus. He'll find strength for spiritually victory. That's what we need right now. Strength for spiritually victory. So we can just continue to praise God in this epidemic. Build your house up on the rock. When that person places his trust in God's word, he'll find that he is trusting, he's trusting, and God is certain. Now, false prophets and teachers have always purged God's people. And God warned of them in Deuteronomy 18 and 22. The people of God are not to fear. God says to his people, amen, I didn't give you the spirit of fear. No matter what is coming up on earth, the people of God is not to fear. That is to respect false prophets, for their prophesying are not of God. You got to watch, amen, a lot of these false lying prophets, amen, saying God said this and God says that. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, but a stranger they know not. Everything out there preaching God's word, amen, God didn't send them. God's prophet are complete and they are accurate because they speak God's word and his words are true. God's words are true. My prophet is an example of the truth of God's word. His predicted birth, the life and the ministry of Jesus Christ recorded the Old Testament was fulfilled. The prophecy announced his second coming. It described the condition and the events on the earth in the last days. That's where we're at. Prophecy are being fulfilled in our day, right before our eyes. You want amen. You don't want to know what's going on. Prophecy is being fulfilled right before our eyes, telling us that Jesus is coming. We can trust the very word of God in his prophecy at the rapture and other end times event. For God's prophecy word will come to pass. Amen. I know we live in a modern time now. We don't even think amen. God is coming to pass. Some of us don't even think amen. There is a God. A supreme being, praise the Lord. But God is everywhere. My God, we're having this epidemic all over the world, and God is allowing his wind to go in the south, amen, and tear up places like never before. You tell me that there is no God? Are you built up on the sure foundation tonight? Wake up, children. Serve the Lord. The word is proven to be true in the spiritual experience of countless Christians. The Sermon on the Mount relates the requirement of real happiness. 
most of which do not follow the thinking of mankind. Jesus talked about meekness, mercy, peacemakers, among other things. Believers have haven't discovered the truth of these life given attributes attributes. Peace and happiness in the Lord comes from following the truth presented in the beatitude. You want Amen, peace, you want happiness, you want truth, follow the word of God. The word of God is eternal. Luke 21 and 23, 33 says, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away. The heavens that we see, amen, we look up at, and this earth, amen, that we walk around, it's going to pass away, but God's word is going to stand. God is not limited by time. Time don't affect God because God is eternal. He is eternal. His kingdom is everlasting. And his words are unfailable. They don't, amen. Isaiah 40 and 8. Satan urges men as instruments. He uses men as instruments. Having been tried to destroy the word of God. Ever since the Garden of Eden, the promise one was Satan's target, even before his birth. Satan attempts to destroy the ministry of Christ to prevent the church from being established. When he tempted the Lord, but Jesus countered his enemy with the word of God in every instance. Satan, get behind me. Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thou God. That is what, amen, you and I as believers ought to be saying tonight. Satan, get behind me. I know you're trying to poison in my mind. I know you're trying to bring me down, trying to make me doubt the word of God, but I'm going to stand on the word of God. God's word is sure. Despite all that the devil could do, the church began on the day of Pentecost. Consequently, persecution had attempted to destroy the church. But it was found up on the word of God. Amen. You can't destroy this church because Jesus said, Up on this rock I will build my church, and the very gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Satan, no time has been able to destroy, amen, the church of the work of the Lord. For the foundation of God is eternal. His word is stronger than anything, amen, that we can come up on a face of him. God's word is stronger. Put your trust in the Lord tonight. Obeying the word of God, following the blueprint that has already been laid for us. Building up on every project according to a plan. The plan are carefully drawn by an architect, approving by an inspector, and following by the contractor. 
Any change must be approved by those who are in charge of the building. Everybody can't, amen, go up and say, this is right and that's right. You got to be trained. You got to know what kind of ground, amen, that your building is upon. You got to know whether that foundation is solid enough to put a big building on. In much the same sense, every human life is built according to a master plan. Christians may not know or understand every detail in their lives, but they can be certain of one thing. God has a plan through which he offers redemption to all people. God got a plan. He offered that redemption to all people. But sadly to say, everybody will not accept amen coming under the redemption, under the blood of Jesus Christ. Every sincere Christian wants to follow God's plan and thereby reach heaven. He may know the will of God for his concern the situation in his life by sincerely asking God, will this event or hinder me spiritually? Paul wrote that all things work for good to them that love God and who are called according, accomplished his first his purpose. Romans 8 and 28. Are you built up? On the sure foundation tonight, if the winds of life come, amen, will your house stand? Jesus stated, amen, that not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 7 and 21. Some people will eventually come to him with an impression, credential. From the world standpoint, Matthew seven twenty two and 23, they can have all the credentials they want, and it can be very impressive, amen, but if they have not obeyed him, they can say, Lord, Lord, all they want to, but they ain't going in. Jesus said that some would claim they have prophesied. I don't, we don't cast out devils. And had done many wonderful works in thy name, O Lord, but some things were missing in their activity. They were described as workers of iniquity. They wasn't right. They wasn't living a holy and a righteous and a clean life before the Lord. They were confessing Jesus, but inwardly they were like rotten bones. Because they fail to follow God's blueprint for salvation. If you're going to follow him, you must follow him all the way. Miracles and so-called wonderful works are considered by some people to be the criteria for spirituality. Even the Antichrist will Exercise great signs and wonders, miracles. Satan will use these signs to deceive many. 
Now, just because a miracle, amen, be worked, it don't mean, amen, God did it. The devil can work miracles, too. The devil can present signs, too. But God's word is the blueprint for salvation. An individual must follow it to find salvation. According to Acts 2 and 38, he must follow the blueprint. Certainly, containing a sermon of the new birth. This experience involves the spiritual birth of a person, and it is including receiving the Spirit of God in one's life. You must have the Spirit of God in your life, not upon you, but in you. Those who are born again of the water and of the Spirit, according to St. John 3 and 5, are ruled by the Spirit of God and not by their own late nature. When you're born of the Spirit in other water, you are ruled by the Spirit of God and not by your own current nature. You don't tell the Lord what to do or what you want to do. He tells you. You ought to be led by the Spirit of the Lord. You've got to be filled with the Spirit of God as we are transformed unto the likeness of Christ and distill the same for eternity with our Heavenly Father. God planned make members of his family. The writer of the book of Hebrew used the tabernacles to illustrate the necessity of following God's plan. The tabernacles served as a pattern a New Testament salvation. The first item concerning uh, uh, the first item encountered, Amen, in the uh, tabernacle was a brazen altar upon which, Amen, animals were sacrificed. It demonstrated the necessity of dying out of our old life. We as Christians, amen, we must die out of, old, out of our old life every day, every day. We must repent before we can go any further in a spiritually experience with God. See Luke chapter 13, 3 and 5. God bless you. Every part of the tabernacle, amen, was designed to show a part of God's salvation plan. The covering of the tabernacle, the furniture within the courtroom and in the holy places, the doors, and uh, even all the veil. Moses did not sit down with a drawing board with instruction to draw. He designed, uh, designed, amen, of the tabernacle. He was not the one who decided the dimension, the furniture, the material, or the place to worship. Hebrew 8 and 5, it revealed that Moses, amen, was told to build the tabernacle exactly in accordance with the pattern gained him by the Lord. You got to be precise. You got to do what the Lord say do, not what you want to do, but you've got to obey the Lord. Are you built upon a, this foundation? My God. Building on the foundation, Jesus taught a man that 
He is sure. Uh, uh, he is a sure foundation. That which is built upon. His life and teaching will stand against all opposition. Paul insists that Jesus is the only foundation. Building one life on any other foundation than Christ is un is a certain disaster. If you ain't building up on Jesus, amen, you are in trouble. Because there is not but one foundation that is laid that can be laid. That is upon Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul, amen, realized that the church at Corinth had major problems. There was division between the members, and they tended, amen, to align themselves with various personalities. In 1 Corinthians 1, 10 through 13, various groups were divided in their loyalty. Paul, the wise master builder, told them that Jesus Christ was the only base for life and that they were not to build upon other foundations. The word of God tells us many people who attempt to build their life through other foundations. The prodigal son attempts to build his life on the foundation of rebellion and desire for a sinful lifestyle. Many of you young people, you building your life on rebellion. Don't want to have nothing to do with the Lord. But if if you don't change, your house wasn't built up on a rock and built up on sand and sand, your house is going to fall. He started excitement and an undisciplined life for having a good time. All the prodigal son wanted to do was go out there and have a good time. Have a good time. I'm guilty of that myself. I was once young, but now I'm old. Amen. But I once, amen, all I wanted to do was have a good time. But thank God he brought me to the knowledge of the truth. Now obey him. I don't obey Satan. And prodigal son just wanted to have a good time, amen, when he failed. In this secret for uh, pleasure, he returned to his father. He recognized his father before it was too late. He recognized, amen, who his source was. He recognized, amen, who his God was. He returned and he repented of his sin. And his father had open arms to receive him back. Judas and Demas, they attempted to be a there, lies up on materialistic things. Oh, my Lord, listen. There are many young folks that didn't forgot the Lord. They don't acknowledge the Lord. They don't want the Lord within their mind. Amen. They are attempting to be a lead upon materialistic things. That's going to fall, children. That's going to fall. It's not going to always stand. Their goal was to obtain and enjoy things. That was their goal. But amen, that was not the purpose of the Lord. Judas committed suicide when he discovered that life was completely unfulfilled 
by the 30 pieces of silver he received in exchange for betraying Christ. Demons left Paul and eventually the church in his searching for worldly gain. By God, God done bless us, brought us out of sin, cleaned us up, amen. And some of us, amen, will say, that ain't enough. I'm going back into the world, building on the wrong foundation. It destroys a person's relationship with God. And unless he repent, it will doom him to eternity without God. Men such as Absalom, Haman, and Aaron build their lives on personal ambition. They were not concerned about the effect of their living on one anything else as long as they benefited their lives ended in personal disaster. You must build your life on Jesus Christ. Listen, my children, as I close tonight, amen, I want to say tonight, praise the Lord, uh, Romans 6 and 23 says, for the wetness of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. Come on, build your house on Jesus. Amen. We are being tested. Testing time will attempt to separate us from the Lord. This is Dr. Moore saying, God bless you. We love you tonight, and thank you for tuning in once again. That was awesome, that was awesome, awesome, awesome coming from Dr. Moore tonight, talking about a sure foundation. Well, we just learned what that means, and so hopefully you guys paid attention. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the message. We'll be back next week. And also, too, if you're around on Sunday mornings on Facebook, go to Blessings by Grace Radio Facebook page, and on that page you'll be able to see us at 11.30 a.m. for the Greater All Nations. Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ presents virtual Facebook Live Church with the Honorable Dr. Bishop Offerman. We'll be on then. And if you can't tune in then, tune in Wednesday for prayer of next week. God bless. Good night. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 